Hey folks, thanks for tuning into this episode where I sit down with Ben Pettit, aka DJ Zinc, um, and chop it up about his journey growing up in East London, uh, his musical influences, special moments DJing, um, the parallels between music and cycling, and of course, because it's right for Unity, we do talk some bikes, we do talk some bikes, chat about his journey and where he is so far. So yeah, grab a drink, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy this one. technology we have it but you've got so many gadgets in there it's probably one of them no yeah uh no i don't think so i think that uh <laughs> I, i've got i've got a lot i've got a lot of gadgets let's have a quick look there's there's some oh, there's some keyboards over there and then I've got some some hardware there and then some some records over there and then some yeah some more hardware there so yeah i've got some gadgets in there but it shouldn't really affect the uh the street no I'm messing with you. Mission control, man. That looks like a proper bunker. Mission control, you're set. Really. Yes. Yeah, so how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. I just had a extra long extra long weekend, but went out with a couple of my guys, Mark and, and Lee, today. Did a, a few miles on the bike, um, which is good. Cold and windy ass. Windy ass, to be honest. Did you get out? Yeah, I went out with Spoonie. Oh, did you? Oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, so there's a little crew of us went out today. Uh, so yeah, it's good, really nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, fantastic, fantastic. And and you got to anything else across the day, or is it basically a bit of a bike ride and then chilling? Uh, no, I, I did a like a, a got up and went to a, went to the well, did some gym stuff. Didn't go to yeah. a gym, but I did did some gym stuff for an hour and then went out on my bike and that's it. Nice, nice. How yeah, far yeah. did you guys go? I think I saw a picture. So Laura was on here, and I saw a picture. Um, um we did like thirty, thirty-five miles. Nice. Was it windy where you are? No, not too bad. Not too bad. Oh, mate, we should we should have swapped. We should have definitely swapped. Then. We should have swapped. Uh, I'd been good, but no, I probably it was properly Baltic here. Like it felt like it could have snowed where I am. Really? No, it wasn't too bad yeah. where we were. Uh, so, uh, no worries. Yeah. No worries. Good, good, good stuff. Well, happy, happy if you are to kick off, and if I do a brief introduction, then I turn over to you, which is why I want sure. to get um, sure, and then sure. get into it. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> So, so look, he- hello everyone, and thank you so much for joining. For those of you that haven't heard me speak before, my name is Kofi, and I'm the founder of Ride for Unity. A little mug, in a middle t-shirt. Um, and Ride for Unity is really all about celebration. It's all about celebrating our unity and our diversity as cyclists. Um, and really, through these chats that I've been doing regularly for a while now, since June, it's about um, inspiring folks to believe that cycling is for them, it's for everybody, and to get out there and to really enjoy it. So. My pal and my guest today is an institution. That's what I thought in my head. An institution when it comes to music. True story. True story. When it comes to music, um, with involvement that spans what, three decades, at least three decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, it's, yeah a bit, I, it's a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started buying records in '88 when I was 15, and uh, I started Pirate Radio in '91, and then started making mm-hmm. music in '93. And and still doing it now. I know, I know. It's, it's like uh, sometimes people say uh, legend, and I say legend is just somebody doesn't know when to give up. <laughs> yeah, persistence is key. Persistence is key. But but no, I think you've got to keep on doing it. So like, DJ's in. Ben, um, yes. thank you and welcome, welcome, and um, thanks for joining us today. So just to kick off, like, where in the world are you based? For anyone that doesn't know where you, where whereabouts you are, where are you? Um, I. Um, just near Dalston, uh, Shoreditch, Dalston, that sort of way in uh, London. So it's just on the border of East London and North London. 
Uh, and I grew up in an area called Forest Gate, which is just next to Stratford in East London. Okay. So it's about Amazing. five miles. About five miles from where yeah. I live now is where I, where I, I grew up. Excellent, yeah. excellent. So, so Brazil is in the house with some serious flag action going on here. Love, and, love um, Brazil. <laughs> and um, uh, Z4K, so maybe Zach26, um, it said sold. I'm getting a bite because zinc rise one. So I think we're done here. We could just close the chat. We we're all finished. <laughs> <laughs> Zach. Big, brilliant, brilliant. And Kara's here as well. Matt Shreve's here. So thanks everyone for joining. And if it's all right with you, let's make it interactive. So if people want to chat to you yeah, of or course. ask any questions. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Encouragement. Let's let's do that. So, thanks. So you're Dalston, wait, and you said you grew up in Forest Gate, and and many people may not know this about you that you're a cyclist. But scrolling through your Instagram, there isn't much in there. But there's one picture, one epic picture of you and a couple of other musical royalty in my mind, like the stuff that I grew up listening to. Um, do you recall the picture that I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's me, uh, me, uh, MJ Cole and Spoonie. What is a that collaboration? Yeah, yeah, it's that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, BM, BMX Bandits. We are. <laughs> BMX Bandits. <laughs> what, what's, why, why the BMX Bandits? Why there was a film. When I was small, there was a film. When I was young, I really uh-huh. wanted a BMX, but we, I, couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't afford one. But I really, really wanted one. And there was a film that came out called BMX Bandits. And it was like okay. everything. You know, it was just, yeah. the, the, it was like, oh. But yeah, I didn't get one. But uh, never mind. No, but never mind. But here you are now and you've got that picture. So on that picture, so I saw it and I was like, OMG, like you, dear Spoonie, MJ Cole, like BCC, I could go, I could go all over the place and it's not about the music necessarily today. But where where had you been on that ride? Uh, we'd been, we, exactly, yeah, we just dressed up in Lycra <laughs> and hang out together and just uh, talk about Garage. Um, no, we had been to Regent's Park and then we okay, went so- to, um, and, and then we went and got a coffee in, uh, in, in where Bagley's used to be. Oh my God. So have you been, do you, did you used to rave at Bagley's? I haven't been to Bagley's, no, but I know it. it was you never went raving it. It's like a, yeah, no. yeah, I mean, it's like legendary rave venue. And it was a film studio. And I think that they, they knew that they were going to regenerate the area. So, so they kind of didn't care what happened in there for 10 years or whatever. So they did raves in there for, for, for 10 years. I think that's the story. Yeah. So me and Spoonie, and, and MJ Colt used to go there like, you know, twice a month to go and play at these raves. And it was grimy, really grimy, but great. Really good raves, really grimy. And um, and, and and now it's completely regenerated. It's like so mm-hmm. bougie. It's it's really, uh, you know, like, it's just really fancy. And so it was it was kind of fun being with those guys. We were, we, stand, we were like, can you believe this place is you know, so different? So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so that was uh, after Regent's Park. Mm-hmm. In uh, King's Cross, okay. yeah, but just took that memory lane. Awesome, yeah, exactly, awesome, yeah. and and I, I would have said like, so I chatted to Spoonie on here back in September, and I met him on a bye bye in August, and then we rode again in September. That man is a monster when it comes to riding. Can, can you can you keep can you keep up? Because like, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no, I was struggling. I was really struggling. There's a few, yeah. There's a few people um, that. It, it, there's a there's a group of us go out and there's a couple of them that are like Spoonie is very he's he's fast and there's a guy called Mitch who's he's uh, ex, yeah you know Mitch footballer <laughs> yeah, super tall guy he, he he just he just goes and um yeah so so uh, I yeah, I think that Spoonie goes a bit slower to uh, accommodate 
uh, nice. my uh, yeah yeah accommodate my slower speeds but yeah it's like a it's a, it's a nice it's a nice crew because it's, it's just mixed ability mixed speed and uh, yeah yeah it's a vibe um, yeah, so good. so Spoonie yeah Spoonie is he, he's an all round legend isn't he you know like he's yeah. I know, like as a cyclist he's very like fast very good but as a person he's just a yeah he, he, he's kind of like operating at a really high level in all different areas so I kind yeah. of uh, yeah I I, uh, I love hanging out with him. yeah no, so big up big up Stick big up Stick and big up Cassie legend oh nice nice good good so. Talking about um, your journey in cycling, like, how did that start? Like you talked about wanting to be a kid, but you didn't get one. Like, how did your right. journey start? Um, so I had a, I had a, had a, a bike. I was going to say a racer because that's what uh, I used to call a, a racer, but a road bike now they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a road bike uh, which was just for getting around, but I didn't use it for recreation at all. Um, and I bought that about six years ago. I did buy it expecting mm-hmm. to. to uh, to, to do it and I went out on a couple of times but then last summer uh, it was through Spoonie he said to me oh have you got a bike so I said yeah I've got this it's an alright one he says come on let's go and do some hills so I said alright cool no problem <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it, but it, I mean and then so I went out with him and we went up these the hills we went up Muswell Muswell Hill and yeah. uh, Alexandra Palace and then there's oh, yeah. this ro- there's some roads like five roads that have got this really steep hill and uh, so I went and did that with Spoonie, and it, and it was great. And I realised that the bike I had was not uh, up to scratch, not fit for purpose. So, nah. So so last summer I I really uh, I really got into it, and it, it you know it kind of worked. I, the lockdown thing really kind of it, it worked well with that because mm-hmm. because of lockdown I was like I before lockdown I would work every Friday and Saturday night. And then mm-hmm. some nights in the week, and then I'm going to be up all night, and it's you know it's like a different uh, routine, different lifestyle. Yeah. And then, but because of lockdown, I was uh, getting up every you know I get up every morning at like four thirty five now because I don't have to stay up late, so I just get up when I wake, you know, and, and yeah. And so it was, it felt like really uh, good to be able to exercise regularly every yeah. day, and and yeah. um, I used to run, and I quite like that, but I prefer. When I when I when I went out on a bike a couple of times, I just found it was more suitable for me. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a more enjoyable way of exercising, um, and that was it. Brilliant. So last summer, I I just really uh, got into it, and and amazing. That was it. That's yeah. it. Okay, and and in terms of the type of bike you ride, what type of bike are you spinning on? Uh, P- Pinarello. Okay, so I'm thinking road is your thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're on the road situation, and in terms of your experience, like getting into cycling, like now, because it was your birthday recently, right? Yeah, about three weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. I remember I sent you a yeah. message to say happy birthday. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. How old yeah. did you turn? How old uh, did you turn? Forty-nine. <sighs> what are we doing next year? Or is it? Yeah, next year. What are we do? That sounds like a master. Let's see. Let's see if we're still in lockdown. Hopefully not. No. Surely. No, 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, man, yeah, but we're going to do something about... Hold on, Ropip says, have you gone short, it's trendy and got a single speed? Uh, No, I've I've got a bike with gears. I've got a bike with gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's seven quid for a coffee down there. Exactly, you're talking about Bagley's. It is expensive. They've got fancy coffee shops in uh, in Bagley's now. It used to be the opposite of fancy and... uh, 
Yeah. You ready for lands into John O'Groats? Says uh, Zach. Uh, no, in a word. Zach. Are you do- are you doing that? No, no, he's just taking the mickey, I think. <laughs> right. I was, I was going to say that's that's pretty accelerated, but but yeah, yeah no, no. A bit about, you know, the experience getting into um, cycling um, was it was it something that was quite accessible and easy for you to do, like just picking yeah. a bike and and I guess any any advice that you give someone that's thinking about because June last year to now it's not a long time, but it seems like you know you got into it, you're enjoying it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I'm lucky that I am. Um, Quite, I'm not very fit, but I am quite fit, quite able. Um, mm. And so it was a matter of, yeah. I mean, I know I already had a bike, so it was a matter of getting out there and doing it. And then I decided mm. that I wanted a, a different bike, so I did that. But yeah, it's been really easy. And the advice I found that people that are into cycling tend to be mm-hmm. very tend to be very into cycling. And yeah. so if I <laughs> and so if I say, oh, you know, has anyone got any uh, opinion on a uh, some shoes to get then then it's like it's you know then it, then it's like okay there's like a lot of information and they're like well, yeah. what, what about this and what about that what about this what about that so um yeah yeah i found it uh, accessible and i found it yeah. quite uh, pleasant the the way the way that so many people are very keen about it they're keen about it yeah looking at you you look like you keep yourself in shape anyway you said that you're quite I guess athletic, sporty. Before, did you did you do sport at any particular level before? Just I'm just thinking in terms of the base no, that you came in. I used to run. I used to I used to run. I used to run quite a bit. Um, Recreationally, or do you like? Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, just recreation. More for it. I'm not really so, competitive. No. At all. Um, so I used to run. No. I just run on my own, like you know, half an hour a day or something. Okay, so uh, what the. Uh, would that get you to 5k or something like that yeah yeah exactly yeah okay and so that that would keep you at that sort of level so you've been able to make the switch from there cool cool, yeah. cool. and and so i guess you know something that I, I, I always ask everyone that comes on is really a bit about what it is about cycling that they love because it seems like from that first experience that you had you've the other bike have you sold it got rid of it or is it still there? yeah yeah i part exchanged it i part exchanged it um what i love about about cycling is uh I like that where I live is is pretty concrete and pretty it's you know it's it's like East London North East, or North London it's near Old Street it's very mm. concrete and um, but within about twenty minutes I can be in really green you know like near nearly Epping and um mm-hmm. and f- and from then on you know like on Tuesday I went out for I did an eighty k on Tuesday on my own and I just went round in in Essex and it was lovely. And what I really like is I like the pace of, of uh, I think when you're, if you, if I was going to walk somewhere like that, you don't get very far, very fast. And if you're in a car, you get there really fast. But cycling for me, it's just the right, it's the right speed to enjoy the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. I hear you on that because you can so anyway, you see a lot more. So, so uh, tell us a bit more about your, uh, about the organisation and that and what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip it, flip it. Yeah, you it, yeah, yeah. have a chat. Have a chat with me. So yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so where should so, I start from? Well, from the beginning. I mean, so w- when did you start cycling? Because there, there, there might be some people, you know, watching this who who, uh, who don't know who you are. So, no, so uh, when did you start cycling? Yeah. So I guess I I had a bike as a kid. Right as a kid. What um, like a budgie, a budgie or a grifter or a chopper? No, I didn't. I, I was one of the chopper. 
No, no, I wanted a chopper. The rally chopper with the gears in the middle and the big drop bars. I wanted yeah, yeah. one of those so badly. That was the thing to have. So I'm not I'm not that far off you actually. We're in the same decade. So um so you just got what have you got, eight years on me? Nine years on me? Yeah, just turned forty, believe it or not. So did you get a, um, did you get a, you look good for it. Did you get a BMX then? No, it was just a budget like road bike. Well, straight barred road bike thing that I had just cracking around with. And then no no BMX would have loved one of them to do stunts. And then I didn't really ride in any sort of seriousness until probably about two thousand and five when I started like commuting to work, um, and got into it from then. And then with this ride for unity stuff, I think it's about the same time as you got into it last year. So June last year is when I started Ride for Unity. Um Sack on here said that he had a chopper. Brilliant. Um that's amazing. Lucky. And, lucky. Uh, I'm jealous in I'm jealous historically jealous. Yeah, I'd love uh, one. I'd love one of those. Um, cycling yeah. is more dangerous. Cassie says cycling is more dangerous. It, it, more dangerous than what, Cassie? More dangerous than sight than driving. It is, I guess. It's so much yeah. nicer. MC, look, MJ yeah. Cole. Legendary MJ That's Cole it. had a grifter. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <laughs> nice, nice to see you here as well. Yeah, so then, June Cole. last year. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Great to see you. We were just talking about you earlier, MJ Cole, in terms of your uh, the BMX gang that you BMX bandits that you're a part of. In that yeah, you know, have you, has, have um, you spoke to Matt on here? Have you spoke to him, MJ no. Cole? No. Oh, okay, you, no. you need to because he, he I, I I did a studio session with MJ Cole. We've done we've, we've okay. worked uh, we've worked a bit together, and a couple of years ago I went to his studio and we were, you know, like I get in there about ten minutes after I get in there, he's like, "So, do you, are you a cyclist, Ben?" And I was like, "No, I'm not, no, I'm not really, Matt." And he's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then like you know, we start working on some music. About an hour later, he's like. Yeah, I think you'd like cycling, Ben. Well, he just he loves it. And then now now I've been now I've got in now I'm doing it more. Uh, I, I get it. I get why people are very passionate and very keen. Yeah. But yeah, so I remember That's I remember it. him saying him saying to me, Oh, you know, you should you should have a go to Ben. And then I got a bike and then I bumped into him on in Regent's Park. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, and then that's 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 when we, that's then we you know, we worked out, linked up and Got a coffee in backers. Yeah, well, I'll definitely anyway. be down for that. I'll definitely be down. Yeah. We, I love it. This, to me, this is how the conversation goes. We meander, we take it where it feels. It's like yoga, basically. Wherever it flows, we take it. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, okay. definitely. Matt, I would love to chat to you about your um, involvement in cycling and what interests you. So we'll, we'll tee that up, definitely. Thank you for the suggestion. Um, but yeah, June last year, I started my for Unity. The, the background to it is George Floyd died. I couldn't get my head into a good place and I thought, right, I'm going to do something. And I thought I'll start something that celebrates us, all of us, our diversity um, and our unity of cyclists. Because what I've always found as a cyclist when I ride recreationally is the community is solid. You know, like if I was somewhere and I had a mechanical, people would stop. It doesn't matter if I'm black, white, wherever I am, people would just want to help you out. I don't know if you've had that same sort yeah. of experience or that vibe. Yeah, on, on Tuesday I stopped to take photos <laughs> because I was in the countryside and for me I'm in I'm in the countryside and I was like wow it's so nice and uh, I stopped to take photos but two cyclists went past and they both were like are you okay are you all right mate and I was like yeah I'm just taking photos but they thought I'd, <laughs> yeah. no, they thought I'd got a punch yeah. or something so um yeah so I, the, the, the community is exceptional so uh, yeah, yeah anyway that's carry it. on sorry yeah no it's, and, and I mean this is about you but I, the reason why I thought about cycling as a, as a sort of vehicle to spread positivity is because I figured that that mindset you know, they don't know you from Adam. Do you know what I mean? 
at all, mm. but they were prepared to help out because they saw that you might be in trouble, but you weren't. But yeah. I thought, like, if we could, if we could leverage that as humanity as a whole, then wouldn't the world be a better place? You know, it wouldn't be like, oh, Black Lives Matter. Then someone says all lives matter. It's like, well, whoever is in need of help, whether you're, you know, black, white, whatever, whatever your gender is, whatever your orientation is, whatever your size is, we just back each other because we're humans first and foremost. So that's absolutely where the idea came from. That's all cyclists from. matter. Is that your one? Well, I haven't, I haven't coined that yet, but maybe I should. If you, if you, if you, you know what catch is, it's up to you. It's up to you. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I think it's a, it's a, that's a really, uh, a really positive and uh admirable um reason for starting the organization and mm-hmm. um and i agree as well that it's i mean yeah it's 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 a it's a nice it's like a dream that people mm-hmm. can be like that isn't it and i think that yeah. my my opinion is that that by you, you know gandhi says be the change that you want to see and so, That's one of my favorite you know, things, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so, you, but you're you're doing more than me because you are you've set up an organisation. So, uh, bravo for that. Ah, thank you so much, man. I don't know, man. When it when it gets you, it gets you, you know. And I've just been yeah. lucky, and I've been flowing with it. And you know, this is it's, it's great to connect with you. So, I mean, what what I wanted to check in with you is just in terms of like encouraging participation. It sounds like you just jumped in, and you're like you've got a cool crew of people. I'd love to ride um, with you guys because the chat. I imagine the chat would be something. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's. It's, I think that is, it's fun, isn't it? And uh, like when you're, um, when you're out riding, you tend to. I know that the cars hate it when people when there's like two bikes next to each other, and they? they hate it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really, it's like it's. You just chat all the all the time. So um, yeah, yeah. So I, I like the, uh, I like the, the sort of banter and the, the opportunity to to talk to people. But mm. it's not like a sit down talk. It's more like a a casual uh, yeah but yeah you do yeah. actively and when, when you're out there and you're riding around do you tend to do more solo riding or group riding like how does it work for you typically? Um, it depends it depends on what else I've got to do um, I used to <laughs> that's uh, giving you banter yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're too far too far in front to hear any of the chat I, you, I thought you said you weren't competitive it, I'm not I'm not competitive and, M, and MJ Cole is is really um if you look at check him on strava he's like very fast cyclist and he's doing when he's not actually out cycling places he's also doing like the routes around mountains and like you know i see like he's cycling around central park and i think where's and i'm like okay it's just uh strava you know he's doing it on on zwift zwift oh, um, okay he's in that okay yeah 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 yeah. he's serious and Cole's serious um okay. uh yes i can't remember what the question was whether you ride in groups or um, ah. on your own, maybe? Um, it depends on, on what else I've got going on. On Tuesday, for example, it was 22 degrees. And uh, right. I wasn't sure if anybody else would be free. So I just went out, did 80K. And it was great on my own. Uh, yeah. And it was it was really nice. And it was the first really hot day of the year. So I thought, I'm just going to not work. I'm going to take, take the day off. And luckily, I work for myself yeah. so I can quite often... Uh, take the day off uh, yeah. if I want to, and so I did that. And then today I went out with the crew, so I'm like fifty-fifty. Yeah. So with that, and, and you, you know, something me, I'm I'm excited. Yeah. So in 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 lockdown, 
particularly. It's been more solo riding than anything else, just because of like restrictions and all the rest of it. Are you but saying that couple... because you are you saying that because you've got to say that, or is or is it true? No. <laughs> no, no, we'll talk. We'll talk. You, I'm out. I'm out. You can see. You can see me. But no, no, no one else is taking a picture. It's just like me with the camera. <laughs> so no, no group. But no, I've just um, yeah, I'm mostly by myself. But I love the group rides. I've got a couple of crews. I ride with one of them is a Sunday crew. We called the Fellowship. Cheesy name, I know, but it's like other folks, dads typically who want to be out early and get back so they can leave part of the family ah, setup. Okay. And stuff. So we do that. What time do you start? Um, so normally seven, seven a.m. Nice, solid. You'd probably just be coming back from a back in the day, raving. But if it's on my yeah, raving or when, if I, if I'm on my own, I I like getting up really early, going out really yeah. early. Yeah, yeah. So seven, that's seven is a good number. Definitely. And um, I don't know if you if you you will feel comfortable like chatting about this and, and deviate off. What comes something next? <laughs> what, what comes next? No, 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 no. Bear with me on this. It's it's about it's about it's a, nah, it's cool. It's about um because sometimes cycling gets a bad rep, you know, like in terms of it not being very inclusive and you know it's not accessible and all the rest of it. Do you feel that like from where you sit? Because everyone's perspective is going to be different. But I think what do you going to be different. I think that being a white man, it's it it might be that there are things that I wouldn't notice. That do you know what I mean? Like I think that yeah. I grew up in East London. And I took, uh, like, mixed culture for granted mm-hmm. and didn't know any different. I thought, you know, like, I just didn't know any different. I didn't really go out of East London until I was, you know, 12 or something. I'd stayed in East London. I grew up in a, like, poor poor family, poor area, very mixed, you know, more minority. This in Newham, where there are more minorities than mm. not, you know, majority. It's always, it doesn't make sense, but... That so more more, like, non-white, more non-white people than more white people. Non-white, yeah, yeah. I'm, when I say okay. more minorities, I'm I'm joking because they call because they say non-white people are minorities. But in Newham, there were fewer white people and more non-white people, and I grew Got up that thinking that's normal. So to me, yeah. that was just completely normal. Like I, I didn't, you know, it's just I think that whatever a child is born into, they just accept as as normal. So Absolutely. it wasn't until I was yeah. a bit older that I went, you know, I went. Um, to a school out of town and it was mainly white kids and it was pretty strange for me because I was like mm. this is unusual um, so so I think I'm really lucky that I grew up in a in like a very mixed environment mm-hmm. but when you're saying have I found uh, cycling to be uh, excluding or um, I think that the, the white male privilege thing would mean that it, there might be ways that I just wouldn't notice um, through yeah. conditioning and through uh, environment, but I, but yeah. So, so I, so I don't know. I haven't, I haven't noticed it, but maybe I would. Have. Yeah, it's my, it's my yeah. answer. No, it's fair enough. And like I said to you, like it's not a yes no question because everyone's perspective is going to be completely, completely yeah. different, isn't it? Um, and because I was thinking about it, in so far as like if you have noticed it. Would you have ideas around how to encourage more people? Because you know, when you're growing up in Newham, right? Like when you say mixed, what was the demographic like? Because now I think of Newham, and I think it's mostly, I guess, Asian, Southeast Asian, so Bangladeshi and um, other Indian, um, Indian and other sort of um, ethnic minority. But growing up when you grew up, 
Was that how yeah, it was I then, think, or was it more, no, more it was, culture than that? There was there's a there's a road called Green Street, which is mm. very uh, Indian, Pakistani. That that's that's uh, there's a really big community there. But then in the rest of Newham, it's really mixed. And now there's yeah. a lot more uh, Eastern European people there than mm. when I was uh, growing up. But when I was growing up, it was you know when I was growing up. Next to me, there was an Indian boy. Across the road, there were three, you know, in the, in the flats. The, the downstairs boy was an Irish family. The middle ones, I don't know. The top was African Martin, my friend Martin. Uh, and then just it was really mixed. So yeah. there were people from uh, from all, all different places, you know, different. And, and everybody just got on. And there was, I didn't ever see any kind of problem. So, so I was really lucky to grow up in that sort of environment. I thought, and I had pirate radio as well. So, okay. so, 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 and to me that was normal as well. You know, you turn on the radio yeah. and there is, uh, you know, there's reggae, lots of reggae music, uh, hip hop, Indian music, just norm. Just you turn on the radio and, and there it is. And so, to I didn't realise that it was unusual until yeah. I got when I got older and got into the rave scene and people were like, oh, I used to get, you know, there'd be other places in the country and they'd say I used to get tapes sent from London with the you know with, with the uh, the rave music on it but I didn't realise that you, that some people didn't have that you know and then when I went to like you know I started DJing in Germany and France and that in like 95, 96 and I'd land at the airport and we'd be driving to the hotel and I'd say oh I'll put the radio on and they're like <laughs> and I'd be like why don't you just put the you know can't we listen to the radio and they're like the radio in this country is shit. There is not any, <laughs> like, the, the radio is just terrible. And so I really took it for granted. I took multiculturalism yeah. for granted and I took radio for granted just because that's what I grew up just, yeah. you know, surrounded by. It sounds amazing, man. It sounds amazing. And I, I wondered, I mean, you, you, you were there, did that influence the music that you put out? Because when I, I think back to the tunes, like, that I love, like, super sharp, mate, I'm, Super Sharp Shooter, the Ready or Not Fuji's um, yeah. remix. Um, I don't know. I guess the One Three Eight track was a big one for me. Like the, it, it doesn't fit like a thing. It's it's like it feels like there's influences coming into them. The stuff you do from different is that from the growing up. I don't know. You tell me. I reckon so. I mean, I I've, I really uh, enjoy listening to Indian music, and I think that's just because of the area I grew up in and. Mm-hmm. Some a lot of, like when I was small, I'd be in my friends' houses. They would be listening to that music, and it, so to me, it was just a different. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like exotic or strange or oh, this is mm-hmm. Indian music. It's just there's some music here, there's some music here, there's some there's some food here, there's some food here, and it's just normal. And yeah. so, um, but in terms of the 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 thing that I loved about the well, I, I got into the rave scene because when you get to about fifteen or sixteen you tend to decide on a scene and then become a part of it. It's just part yeah. of your ID, you know. Growing up, do. yeah. Yeah. So most most people growing up, when you get to that age, 14, 15, 16, there'll be a certain scene around, you know, now it might be drill or it might be this or it might be that. And that's what you get into. And you tend to listen to that and you say everything else is rubbish. And, and so I got into that rave stuff. But then what I loved about, I really liked it because I was just young and 
wanted some music to, you know, young people are into music uh, in that way. But I didn't feel very connected with it because a lot of it was coming from Detroit and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. then when people like Shut Up and Dance, who were in Hackney, started making their kind of version of it, all of a sudden it became really accessible to me. So I felt like, yeah. wow, these guys are making it and they live two, you know, three miles away from me. So maybe yeah. it just felt, it just, I felt more connected to it. And so yeah. one of the things that I loved about Jungle and the early UK race stuff was that, was the mixture of all the different culture and all the different sounds. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because everybody had come from other places, you know, yeah. so fr like Frost made, Jumping Jack Frost made Leviticus Burial, which has got rare groove sample in it. And that, you know, it's, it's got the, the rare groove sample because yeah. that's where he had come from. Yeah. So yeah. Frost I love so, it. And, and different people, you know, so I'd come from some electro stuff and some hip hop stuff. So that was, and, you know, hip hop had the breakbeats in it. So that was influence for me. And then other people were influenced by, some people were influenced with, they'd come from more jazzy kind of stuff. So yeah. that's what really, uh, what I really loved about Jungle was the the mixture of different sounds. and Yeah, incredible, incredible. And I just want to jump into the comments here. So you've got shout out from Brazil, from uh, DJ Andre. Um, and then she's got skills. So this good friend of mine, B. Um, I think she's referring back to when you talked about a scene that you choose when you're 15, 16. And I think she said yes. it literally defines you. And, and it and it sticks and I can't can't agree more because to to now, if you ask my kids if they came in here right now, like what's dad's music, they'll tell you it's all about garage. Then when we drive to school, it can be seven o'clock in the morning, but I've got right. a car that still has a tape player in it and I've got mixtapes and I bang them hard and they know like some of the more commercial twenty one seconds, when we go deep, like they don't know the words. Like right. that will be coming but and it moves you and, I, and what I loved about what you were saying about the diversity of the influences that you've got is something that I'd love to capture for cycling because you know it's not like it's this or that it's like you, you, you're just enriched like with all the different experiences that you've talked about all the different music that that's allowed you to produce it's enriched yeah. you in so many ways from what yeah. I've, I've heard what I've heard you know, let alone speaking to you today and I feel like for cycling, but also for the world, man. Like, if everyone was to embrace that, like, magic would happen, yeah. no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I guess so. I've got to say hello to Jane, who is in, yeah. I think, I think Jane's in Shanghai. She says, yes, then. Hi, Jane. Hope you're well. She's, I'm seeing Jane's Instagram and she is DJing in clubs, which seems really strange because everything has uh, stopped here for a minute. But yeah, so yeah. Jane. Uh, I don't know, and, Jane. What does Jane go as? Jane's a D she's siesta, so uh, okay. she yeah. So Jane siesta. Um, anyway, dig up okay. Jane. Uh, she she every time I go to China, she looks after me and makes sure that everything is cool. So uh, she's great. And big um, up Carl Tough Enough Brown, legendary. He's up in here as well. <laughs> oh my god! You see, look how you, your milkshake brings everyone to the yard. I love that. I love that. But these are people. Uh, these are proper legends to me. But man, look, talking about music, like this year, I guess has, has has been has been a lot. It's been a lot for a lot of people. Like the year to now, like a whole year of lockdown and everything else. But when I think about, I guess your profession and the line of work that you're in, this like work from home is a different meaning altogether. It's not. It's not the same, right? It's not the same. Well, I, I've been 
Well, I mean, you know, I, it's it's not it's not a, a joking matter. It's a serious thing. But I, I, you know, at the start of lockdown, was started saying I've been working from home from for twenty five years, and I've been mm. self isolating for twenty five years because I mean, it's just mm. in the studio on my own a lot of the time, and I'm quite socially distant. So I'm kind of uh, set up for lockdown. You know, I've, I've been practicing, uh, but um, yeah, it's 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 been a challenge, I think, for uh, for a lot of people um in 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 my business um and it's been fascinating seeing how you know how different people you know i mean in a i'm just interested in in humans and people and so it's been interesting seeing how different people are coping with it and different people you know what different people are doing stuff like that mm-hmm. um but yeah it's been hard for a lot of people and i feel i feel sorry for for people that have struggled yeah, no, I can, I can imagine because because it's you know, for me thinking about the club owners, but also the promoters that go with that, and yeah. everyone that's in the whole ecosystem. You know, from the doorman to the every everybody, everybody's like if there's exactly. no clubs, then you know it's exactly. everyone's impacted. Uh, for, for you, you know, like producing music is something it's amazing. It's created someone else can play it, or I can play it on Spotify or whatever. But like playing out, like what is that like? I want to ask because I think I saw it here somewhere. Just like, what was the best like rave? If there's such a thing, oh, like, there's so many. Man. I'm I'm going there. Know, going there. But what's it like <clears throat> playing out? And just let us with some of the experience that you've had. All right. Well, it's, I mean, I can't say one is the best, but one that that that, I, that I've sort of thought about a few times is uh, I was DJing in Brazil, um, and I played at a club. It was like this legendary club called Lovey Club. I think it was. I think I played this this club a few times, the Lovey Club. And but then the day after I was DJing, there was a, a parade called the Parada Paz, which is the Peace Parade in Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. And um, they there's just you know hundreds of thousands of people out on the streets. And so they said, oh, do you want to DJ on top of a bus? You know, like this bus will have a big sound system. So I was like, yeah, great. Right. So Go on, carnival. I went to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so it was. You know, the 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 atmosphere was amazing, and and they love drum and bass in Brazil. So I was playing drum and bass. It was, it was just, uh, yeah, it was incredible. But then there was one point where the bus that I was on was in the wrong order, and DJ Marky, who I don't know if you know Marky, but he's like this legendary Brazilian DJ, and he he had invited me out there. <clears throat> so he was on this other bus, and they were like, "Oh, we've got to we've got to change the order of the buses." So we're like, "Okay, cool." So we're playing the music, and then. His, as his bus was coming up next to my bus, like I waved to him and he's like, hey, Ben. So then we were doing a thing, he scratches. So I was doing a thing where I was playing music and cutting it out and he was scratching, but he was on another bus scratching to the stuff I was cutting out. And there's like tens of thousands of people around us. And it was just really uh, pretty exceptional. I think it's exceptional because it was so unusual. You know, like I've been lucky enough to play played at Boomtown like two years ago and there were maybe 15,000 people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and the MC said, right, everybody put your phone up with a light on. And I took a video and it was just like, you know, mind blowing. There's just like thousands of these lights out there. And that was great. And I loved it. And I loved doing that. But I knew in advance that I was going to do it. Do you know what I mean? I, like my agent yeah. said, do you want to play at Boomtown? I said, yeah. So I knew that yeah. uh, and they, were, they were like, oh, you'll be on the big stage. So 
I knew that that was coming up. But this this one in Brazil was just like completely unexpected. But then it, it was so, you know, it's just like a sort of moment. Impromptu. Unexpected. Yeah. yeah, impromptu. And it was just, yeah, it's incredible. And um, yeah. so that was a good one. But, but, you know, there's just been so many great, great parties that I've been lucky enough to play at. Um, yeah. Like being down at Glastonbury and, you know, just so many. And loads, loads, so many of the, the legendary clubs. And around, you know, like Jane from uh, Shanghai, playing in Shanghai Shana. and Beijing. And so it's it's been really nice being able to travel the world. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I don't I don't take any of it for granted. I understand no. how lucky I am. Um, yeah. So, you yeah. see, um, Albina, Albina Georgieva, I'm getting good at or better. I'm not good. Better at reading and talking. She says, I hope I'll have the opportunity to attend something like this. So, yes. yeah. That's intense. Because the thing for me about music is it's got this power, like this incredible power to get in to the insight. Like it can put you yeah. in a mood. I think Spoonie said this to me actually. So yeah. It can put you in a mood or lift you out of a mood or it can keep you in a mood. It, it, it just is so emotive, like that audio bit when it connects to you. Yeah. And I don't know, for me, it's like a massive bit of liberation and also like escapism. And I remember like raving, like back in the day, Jungle, um, but mostly Garage. Where? Garage, I think. Where? Where did you go so raving? I'm, so I was southeast London. So Croydon was my, my patch. <laughs> the home of Dublin. Quite a, I mean, quite a, it's, it's, it's got a thing going on. And um, when I got older, like, I used to do some promotion, like do a um, club night with a couple of my mates. And we used to do it where we'd get like the garage um, folks come down, like PSG, Creed, um, Norris the Boss, and others come I and leave there. I, I, yeah, I, I know PSG guy. really well, yeah. Is he a fireman? Now? Is that for like, Yeah, he's a fireman and a taxi, black taxi driver. Okay. Yeah, yeah he so, was a yeah, so top, top guy. Uh, and he's any he MCs, and he's a promoter. So yeah, he's a yeah. he's another bloke that is really uh, good good to hang out with. Quite you know aspirational. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fantastic. So so doing those waves and doing those nights and, and going to them myself, like to me, it was like a form of escapism. I'm not saying it's the same as the bike, but when you're on the bike, do you feel anything akin to like that sort of sense of freedom or, no. or whatever or not? You know? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, no, I, no, 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 it's a very different thing for me. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I guess that the, I guess that the, uh, maybe, maybe that the, the, the similarity is when I, when, like DJing for me is not stressful, but I feel like I have to stay, uh, on point and it's pretty, you know, like there's, you know, there's a crowd of people and you don't want to fuck it up. So, you know, I, I try and, uh, you know, so so that's, it, it can be quite, it's fun, but can be pretty like, you know, you have to really focus. But being in the studio, uh, there isn't that sort of pressure. And so I get lost in the process. You know, like I just mm-hmm. kind of lose myself for a couple of hours. And that is a bit like cycling because with cycling, you just yeah. kind of, you get in a zone, don't you? And it's, it's yeah. so I think that is a similarity for me. It's like a sort of meditative without, sitting there you know without sitting there with my legs crossed it's a kind of meditation yeah I being like in that. the sun that makes sense that makes sense yeah and keeping it keep, keeping um it moving and thinking about questions um kareem has busted me so black sheep by i knew it well um my guys um have got a 
coffee shop opposite called it's called Coffee Shopter now, um, which is in Croydon. It's literally opposite the, what was the Black Sheep Bar, which is now a Polish shop. But you know, we used to do a rave in what was Joe Bananas, but it's called One Nine Two One. Um, and then we also did Pals, which was there if anyone knows Pals in Croydon. The biggest thing we ever did, we had Jazzy Jeff fly over from America to play in Croydon. Can you believe that? Wicked. He where where did he the stay? Tables. Was there a hotel that you put him up in, or did he stay in? Go- no, it was we Didn't paid him. <laughs> no, paid, paid him a ton of money, but on his rider, you know, like I thought he'd ask for like this drink or that drink. All he wanted was like hubba bubba. Of all the things, I was like, we can do that. We could do hubba bubba. My Bubble rider is six, six bottles of water. That's my rider. Is that what's on it? Yeah, yeah. Do you drink? No, not well. I mean, very occasionally, but. Six cool. bottles of water, that's all I need. And it used to, I didn't even, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it says six bottles of sparkling water because I went somewhere once and they just gave me like a pint glass of water and they were like, sorry, we haven't got any bottles. So, oh. and I was like, so it's got to be. all right, all right, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit of a diva and just say I want sparkling water. But sparkling yeah, that's, water. That's, that's, cool. that's all I asked for is water. Cool. All right. well, uh, that's, that's good, Ad, man. Alex says, what's it like working with Chris Lorenzo? It is fabulous working with Chris Lorenzo because he's a very, very funny guy. He's very funny, but he's also incredibly talented as a producer. Um, he, I don't know if you know, there's, there's a guy that I work with called Chris Lorenzo, and I've released quite a few tracks with him. And yeah. he, he's, he's a real, he's from Birmingham. He's, he's from Birmingham. He's really like f- friendly, fun bloke, uh, but he's a very, very good producer. And he's kind of like, yeah, he's, he's kind of like fun. And a lot of producers that are really, uh, sort of technically good they they tend to not be that like like he's a he's like really fun nutcase type and then he just mm-hmm. makes these amazing tracks so he's great to work with uh christopher i always feel like i'm having to keep up with him somehow or other because he's uh yeah. really really good so that's what it's like working oh, with him yes official ryukin says chris is a don um, he is so a don. that's endorsement that's endorsement there um so i, I wanted to ask you to take it to the bike slightly because I could get lost with you in the music so much. There's so many, the songs, the songs, the songs, but I'll come back to the songs in a bit, but going back to the bike a little bit, you know, if we were to come out with you, let's say we could go on a ride, is there a route? Because, you know, we can't, well, we can travel a bit more, but not that much. So I would love to just get into your mind as to like where you take us. Like, is there a route that you'd be like, yeah, you're in my ends, you have to come with me and we go here, we go there. Is there anything like that? There's not, the thing is, the trouble with my ends is that it's not very uh, scenic in terms of cycling. I mean, you can get some great food around here of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you can get any kind of food you want, but yeah. cycling-wise, because um, that's with the with the, the crew that I go out with, they they kind of take turns a bit to uh, to host or to work out a route. But, you know, the the, the tr- trouble with where I am is that there's not that many places. But I'm about, it takes me about 10 or 15 minutes to get to the Thames. Mm-hmm. So once you get to the Thames, there's a really nice cycle uh, route. So you can go down to Richmond that way. So, um, okay. so, so yeah, depending on uh, where you were from, you're from South East yeah. London. So you might not be so yeah. uh, impressed with that. So maybe I'll take you out to the countryside. So I'd go up from where I am up the Lee Bridge Road, which is grim. But then as soon as mm-hmm. you get to the top of it, it's green and it's nice and it's mm-hmm. and there's some really uh in essex i don't really know essex that well but since, since i've been cycling i've been going there's a lot of really nice um quiet mm-hmm. pretty places nice yeah. nice yeah um, um 
any particular sort of towns or things that you've passed through? Because I mentioned that going towards Epping Forest, but I don't. Yeah, I usually I, I kind of go. Yeah, I go I go around Epping, but I think anywhere around there is as long as you stay yeah. off of the main roads. There's a few. I mean, there's not any like big big roads, but um, no. yeah, it's really nice. There's a few airfields around there, so there's always aeroplanes coming in, taking off, all that sort of stuff. So uh, nice. yeah, but around Epping, around Epping is pretty cool. One of those planes spooning, like when he puts the hammer down. I said to Spoonie, I, I, I said to him, when we was, I was with Spoonie earlier, and I said to him, have you ever flown a plane, Spoonie? He's like, nah. He's got a cat. He's got a captain's license for a boat. I don't know if you know that, but yeah. He's, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, 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 he doesn't, uh, he doesn't uh, boast, but yeah, he's a, he's no, a Spoonie. Doesn't so he, yeah, so, uh, so I, I did ask him if he's got his aeroplane, his pilot's license. Pilot's license, but he hasn't got it. Oh no, he, there's no stopping that guy. Like he, he, he takes things to different levels for sure. But um, talking about the ride, back to the ride. For me, I have only one rule inside him when I ride recreationally, and and that what is, is that is drum roll. There's got, drum roll. there's got to be there's got to be snacks, or it didn't happen. So there's got to be some food that I need to eat. So if you're on your ride, if we came on it, is there somewhere that you take us? Would you like to stop? For no, the ride? I don't. Some, I don't. Something? I don't stop to eat. Right about now, you should have seen my face. You do not stop to eat. What? I know this is. I know that's like. Uh, uh, you're my hero, man. You're you're like a proper uh, hero. Uh, uh, and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna hit the buzzer. Um, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not. It's not the voice. No, I'm not gonna hit the buzzer. I'm, we're still gonna go with it. But you just. So what do you do? You just drink water. Or? Yeah, I just take take drinks and maybe a snack in the back. But, um, oh, okay, so you take snacks with you. You don't stop for snacks. Yeah, yeah, like a banana or. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I like I'm not. I like I, when I go out. I go out to. I quite like the exercise. I like the feeling of moving. Mm. It's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, not going out to get a snack. Sorry about no that. cake. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Although no, no. I say no cake, but today we went and got cake because we just have. We, yeah. I know. I know. But, they, but they, we we were out, and then they were like, "Oh, there's a place here next to a." Next to like a not a waterfall, I don't know some mm-hmm. sort of a. There's a mill. There's a place next to a mill. They sell coffee, so we stopped and got coffee. Okay, cake. so you do yeah, you yeah. do coffee, coffee. And yeah, 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 yeah. I had half, I had, a, I had oh. a bit of cake, I had a bit of cake as well. So I mean, I do have, but I don't actually go. You know, that's, it's not it's not part of my. Uh, it's a thing. That's cool because, yeah, like you said, diversity is the thing, isn't it? You know, we don't all have to do the same thing. There you are tears cake. rolling down my face. You love, I love cake. cake. I don't love. You cake love it, but you know, we can still go out on our bikes. We can do that. We should do that. We can still go out on our bikes, even though we don't have the same feeling about cake. And this is this is the nah. beautiful thing about cycling, you know. Diversity. I'm celebrating my So we get a time is going so quickly. This I'm, is a new kind of diversity, though. It's new. No cake. UK All right. What no about cake. donuts? Do you do you like donuts? No, they were talking about donuts earlier. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not really into to sweets and cakes and stuff like that. I can see that because you look. I mean, how you look, just. I um, it's. But I'm not really. Yeah, I mean, I just don't, don't really enjoy that sort of. Sure. Food. Sure. I mean, I, I really like. I love food, but not that kind of food. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, this brings me nicely onto my next bit. So, if you're ready for this, we've yes. got about maybe about five minutes to go. So, I wanted to hit you with some quick fire questions. Not too ponderous. Just shoot. Yeah, okay. before we wrap up. Are you ready for it? 
Yeah. Okay. Do you prefer laps, like Regent's Park laps, Richmond Park laps, or lanes, like country lanes? Lanes. All day. Okay. What's your longest time in the saddle? Probably about four hours. Sweet. How many bikes have you got now? One. Seven. Sensible. How many bikes have you got? Two, officially. Maybe three. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not. I've I've been doing it for a long time, so I I haven't got a problem. I'm just, I've got a bike and I enjoy riding it. I'm not one of these seven bike people. No, me neither. Like you. No, I have three. But the thing is, because I commute it. Why have you got three bikes? Because I commute. You've got one that's like a commute. Ben, we're doing rapid fire questions. All right, right. sorry, 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 sorry. One bike. Do you enjoy one bike? One bike, which is all you need because you can't buy three at the same time. Do you enjoy cooking or eating more? Which one? 51% eating. So I love them both, but I just slightly prefer eating more than cooking. What's your favourite dish? Uh, I really like Japanese food. So I say sushi. Sushi. But I love all, I mean, I love all food. But yeah, sushi, I love sushi. Yeah, you've got that one. Anyway, I'm going to digress and I don't need to stay with it. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Got that. Um, your favourite type of music to produce? Genre? Well, I mean, that's just, it's just not possible to answer that. I really, I really like, in the last, I talked to Spoody earlier and I said, you know, recently I've been making a bit of house and he's like, do you mean for the last 11 years? I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so recently, for the last 11 years, I've been doing house as well as some drummer bass and break stuff. What I really like, what I, what I love is break beats and samples. Um, and so I do stuff, I, I release music currently under the name Jammin that is break beats and samples, which mm-hmm. is, and it's kind of like weird and wonderful stuff. It's not, it doesn't stream hundreds of thousands or any stuff like that. It's just me mess, just having fun, really. So uh, that's, yeah, that's, what no. I, that's what I love, love. But then, okay. you know, I, I, I love making all genres. That's the thing, you know, I, uh, most people, they tend to sort of stick to one genre, but mm-hmm. I just really enjoy making music. And I, oh, I find good. it, yeah. It shows. Sorry about that. It shows, honestly. That's so fun. That's fine. It's just to get to know you. It's a, that's the end of those questions. But what I did want to ask you, and it's a big favour, a huge favour. When Spoonie chatted to us, yeah. for those people that ride indoors and stuff, he did he did like a mix for us, like ride for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, so ride for you into volume two, something like high BPM so that you know you can work out to you want to run to it, you can do it. Would you be so kind as to oblige us with ride for of you into course. volume two? Of course, of course, of course. Oh, you're a legend. Do you want, Thank do you want you more? So cla- much. Would you want more classics or do you want new music? A mixer, a mixture. So that I like the glitter song that you make. The show me, follow oh, okay. me. I put, put them all in super sharp shoot. Just stop. take it wherever, but high, high tempo, high tempo, high tempo. Yeah. So over like one sixty. Please, yeah, to get people okay. going, that would be yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Could do that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Course. Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. We're almost at time, so. So what I wanted to say is like, firstly, a massive, massive thank you. But also, someone asked, I think it was Jimbo asked, what else we sort of do. And, and with Rice Into, we've got a Strava club. Are you on Strava? No. No? Don't worry. If you're on Strava, 
find my CNC. Oh, yeah, I am on Strava. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought you meant Zwift. Um, yeah, I am on Strava, yeah. That's, so I'll, that's I'll, cool, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll connect with you on Strava. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and, and we've got Rife Club and we do a top 10 every week just for fun to encourage people to write. So if you do okay. lots of miles, you can be in there. Um, okay. We also have Zwift. But I know you don't mess with Zwift. I don't mess no. with Zwift. And I'm not competitive, so I don't uh, I don't want to be in the top 10. No, it's I'm cool. It's just for encouragement. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Zach says, trust me, I was there. Yes. That was, uh, there's a, yeah. some mixes that I did called Trust Me, I Was There. Yeah, Thanks, I know about that. Um, um, but yeah. Okay, and what? So, so if, people, really. if people want to, uh, if people want to want to find out more about what you're doing, what should they do? Yeah. They should uh, check out your Insta, get involved. You should check out, yeah, Ride for Unity, um, number four Unity. We've also got a website, rideforunity.org. Everything's okay. there. You can find out, and as summer gets going. We plan to do some outdoor rides. That's where I first met JJ. Well, before when I met okay. him, I was raving back in place. Um, but I met him at one of our rides in August when we took my community around the world. So it'd be great to catch up with you then or before then and go for a Are you going to organise yeah. some rides where, where you're just going to say, we're going to meet up here at this time and then anyone can come? Yes, exactly. So everyone that. is welcome. So everyone's welcome. As long as you have a bike, you wear what you want, eat what you want or don't eat. Yes, yeah, that's important for me. I'm interested <laughs> in diversity. I want diversity in this crew, you know? Diversity of food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, and Zach said, Mr. Presenter Kofi is my name. We, we don't do charity rides as such, but we do have a charity partnership with Laureus Sport for Good. You can buy our cycling clothing on DHB Sport. 20% of everything you buy goes to Laureus Sport for Good to help children around the world who suffer violence and discrimination and stuff like that. So if you want to get involved, do that. And Cara, who's global head of marketing, partnerships and everything else, you know Cara. She says we've got Charity Rise coming soon. Um, so I've been told she's the boss on this thing. So we're doing it. Yeah, so watch this space. That's it. But Ben, anything you want to end with before we, we go? No, 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 no. It's been a pleasure to talk to you today. And um, yeah, I hope you have a great weekend. Definitely. And uh, hopefully and, um, uh, we'll meet up soon. Go out. 100%. Uh, out. But go, we can get a coffee and cake as well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, gonna, thank I'm, I'm warming to the idea. I'm warming you, to man. the idea. Even if you sit there and watch me eat, man, I'm just, I'm just. No, we we'll share, we we'll share a cake. We'll share okay. A cake. <laughs> so you heard it live and direct. We're going to share a cake. I knew he'd come round eventually. I mean, riding with no snacks is just. I mean, it's just not riding in my book, but each to their own. Hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Keep well.